Hi, this is FS Uncovered, a podcast of M&M Service Company, serving our customers' needs by providing excellent services, products, and innovative solutions. This is Krista Marquis, Marketing Assistant with M&M Service Company. Today, I have with me Tony Haber, our Energy Marketing Manager, and Jason Bowler, our Seed Specialist. So Jason, thanks for coming back today and talking with us uh, about seed treatment. Can you remind us about how you started with M&M Service and your ag background and what you do for the company today? Uh, well, I guess starting in agriculture, uh, I guess like most people in agriculture, uh, grew up farming with my dad. Most but not all. Most but not all. That's correct. Sorry, Tony. Um, <laughs> primarily forage farm, I guess, whenever I was younger and we did some row cropping and uh, through the years, I guess, row crop acres have expanded. I've always had a love for the outdoors and, and agriculture. Uh, Went to Western Illinois University, where I got a bachelor's degree in agronomy. Actually, while I was at Western, I started working at Fulton FS back in 2005, uh, kind of pulling soil samples, field scouting, kind of those, I guess, being an assistant to a uh, crop specialist up there. And uh, upon graduation in 2008, started as a crop specialist in Bunker. Hill with M&M Service Company and uh, transitioned to seed specialist, uh, I think fall of 2012, kind of done that and some key account sales uh, ever since. Jason, first, this is, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but we're already, already being a recurring guest on the show. You're the first one. I, uh, I guess I'm very honored to have that distinction. First, uh, first recurring guest. Well, that's good. Well, today, Jason, we brought you on t- today. Uh, we want to talk about seed treatment. So seed treatment, for those who aren't familiar with it, can you kind of give a quick recap on what it is and why it is important for growers to use it? So seed treatment, that's a pretty broad umbrella, but in the simplest terms, a seed treatment is either a chemical or a biological product that is applied to the seed that either helps that seed or enhances something about that seed. So seed treatments can do a lot of things. Our seed treatment packages provide a very strong defense against uh, a lot of like fungal pathogens that occur in the soil uh, that can really hurt your stand and uh, cause a lot of replant issues. Uh, We also have insecticide treatments, which help against those uh, early season insect feeding issues. Could even be inoculation. So if a field hasn't been in beans for a long time, uh, we can actually spray live uh, rhizobia onto those seeds to help those uh, bean plants uh, fix nitrogen a little quicker and more efficiently. Or even uh, most of our seed treatment packages have a plant growth promoter, which uh, causes quicker germination and quicker early vigor vigor and uh, faster, more even stands. Okay, so it sounds like it can pretty much be customized to what each grower needs. That is correct. I mean, I think uh, in the scheme of things, uh, take a look at kind of what you're trying to achieve with a seed treatment. I know a lot of growers are trying to plant soybeans earlier and earlier. They're seeing that increased yield potential. And whenever you're planting soybeans earlier, it's important to not only have a soybean with a good genetic disease tolerance and, and a good trait, you know, good package disease resistance, but it's very important to also couple that with a, uh, with a seed treatment that's uh, very effective against diseases. I mean, specifically planting early, uh, you know, these beans are in some uh, 
pretty unfavorable soil conditions. So uh, seed treatment really helps them get that good stand so the crop can take off to a strong start. Jason, I know there can be a lot of variance, but this year, this past harvest, what type of differences did you see? And I, and I know also there's a lot of different uh, seed treatments that, that are out there, a lot, a lot of different ones that we offer. But what kind of variance did we see yield wise? Did you see yield wise across across Southern Illinois geography uh, with the different well, you know with 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 the different types of seed treatment versus versus no seed treatment? Uh, so I mean that's a that's a million dollar question. Um, like I said uh, just a moment ago, a lot of growers are seeing kind of that earlier planting showing you know better return on uh, you know on yield. I mean I was talking to one grower who planted most of his beans. I should say half of his beans before uh, Easter this year, which was April 12th. So I mean, that's a lot earlier time frame than people would even have considered planting beans I mean, even five years ago. And I mean, he was seeing a 12 bushel response uh, planting earlier compared to after Easter. Uh, so I mean, at $11 soybeans, that's a pretty big economic gain. But I mean, I would say what the seed treatment did there was it allowed him to get that stand where those soybeans may not have been able to even come up. Uh, so, I mean, he wouldn't have had a crop if he would have tried that without seed treatments. This year, there was a lot of ILEVO and SALTRO trials, uh, which are treatments against um, sudden death syndrome. And, uh, I mean, this year, what I'm hearing, it's pretty common five to ten bushels an acre increase with those sudden death syndrome treatments. Uh, so, I mean, those are things that we offer here at M&M Service. So, like I said, that uh, treatment package can kind of be custom tailored to whatever the grower needs for his operation. Can you um, fill everyone in on M&M Service's seed treatment locations and what the delivery options are for our growers? Yeah, uh, so we have seed treaters and uh, bulk tanks located at our marine facility and at our Litchfield facility. Uh, the bulk of our treating is probably done at Litchfield. Marine does quite a bit as well. And really both, both instances, uh, I mean, we have a pretty big fleet of company-owned boxes, uh, over a few hundred now. Uh, so we have some growers who have box-type tenders who they like all their beans treated early, packaged in boxes, and sent in their shed. Uh, so, I mean, that is a large part of our business where we kind of pre-treat and get that stuff ready uh, while it's still pretty cool and cold out, utilizing my heater and insulation in my warehouse there in Litchfield. Uh, and then we have quite a few growers uh, who have us deliver bulk beans straight to their tenders in the field. Uh, so, I mean, we run several bulk delivery seed trucks, kind of uh, we'll call it on-demand treating. I'd say our business is split about half and half between pre-treat, ahead of season treating, and uh, on-demand delivering to farmers in the field. Jason, it sounds like there's a lot of, uh, a lot of options for growers. So, so let me understand. So M&M, &M, what, what you can do out of either of those locations at Litchfield and Marine, essentially there's a lot of flexibility that is offered to the grower in terms of bringing in non-treated versus, versus you know, the different types of treatment that we offer. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Uh, I mean, really, uh, we have the capabilities to do, I mean, almost anything on demand. Our marine facility is probably set up a little bit more for uh, what I'd call kind of our standard treatment packages, either FS Guardian, which is a fungicide only treatment. Uh, actually, it's multiple fungicides. 
against a whole host of, uh, of pathogens, um, as well as a growth promoter to get the beans to emerge quicker and more evenly, and dry seed finisher, uh, or our SureStand package, which has, again, multiple fungicides, that growth promoter, as well as an insecticide against uh, insects. Um, so those are kind of our base packages. Uh, but then from there, I mean, truthfully, we can treat just about anything a grower might be interested in. Our Litchfield facility has all on-demand pump stands. Uh, so I mean, literally I can uh, set up to six different products up on keg stands and uh, the computer will uh, custom apply those chemicals at the prescribed rate I mean, pretty well on the fly. So I mean, if somebody has a special order for something, I just punch a few buttons and we can make it happen on demand. Nice. What do you see uh, new for this year in seed treatments and in the future? Well, in the future is quite a question. For this year, I think we're going to see a lot more Saltro. Uh, that was a new product last year. Uh, as I mentioned just a little bit ago, Saltro and Ilevo are sudden death uh, controlling products. The Saltro adds some treatability and some flowability, which is nice on the handling aspect for us at the seed department, as well as uh, for the grower and use. And it also seems to emerge just a little quicker out of the ground. Uh, sometimes Ilevo can slow the beans up just a little bit on emergence, uh, but it doesn't seem like we're seeing that with Saltro here after doing some testing last year. And truthfully, in the future, that's, that's quite a question. Uh, I mean, biologicals are kind of the new frontier in seed treatments. I should say biologicals and growth promoters. Um, I mean, we've we've played with several growth promoters through the years, but I mean, every major company really is working on different products to you name it. Increase uh, phosphorus uptake through mycorrhizal association on products. I mean, uh, we could really get into the weeds for an hour about all the things <laughs> that are coming. But uh, there's a lot of time and money being invested in finding. New products to, to really help seed or be placed on the seed. Okay, thanks. Uh, one last question. So, you've been in the seed treatment um, role for quite a while. What advice would you give to someone new um, or who's trying to establish a career in that, uh, that line of work? I mean, I guess uh, I would say to uh, anybody who's trying to get in agriculture in general mm -hmm. or specifically in the line of seed, get, I mean, get experience. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of good base, uh, you know, in education, but I mean, there's a lot to be said to, uh, you know, years of experience and, uh, seeing how these products and everything work, you know, in real life, not just, uh, you know, in a laboratory setting. And, uh, I mean, really kind of face-to-face -face talking with people. I think communication skills is very important to have in business. And uh, sometimes I think some of these younger kids I've interviewed need a, need a little more brushing up on that. But yeah, I mean, I would say, uh, you know, years of experience, get your feet wet, see if it's an industry that you uh, you really love, get a background in education and uh, work on some people skills. Very cool. One more thing, Jason, I appreciate your time for, for being with us today. Before we get out of here, uh, here we are, January is upon us. It's a new year. We have we have gotten into we have gotten into the winter portion of the season. Give me what's your overrated underrated things about winter. <laughs> uh, hmm. 
Let's see. I will say the most underrated thing about winter, which granted I have two young children, but it's all family time. I mean, sometimes whenever, uh, you know, whatever that weather is just brutal outside, you don't really feel like getting out in it or there's not as many things that can be, uh, can be done outside. I mean, that's some real quality family time. I mean, I have a three and a half year old and a one and a half year old. Mm. So, uh, you know, they, they grow pretty quick and I, and I enjoy that time with them. Um, as far as the most overrated, that's a good question. If, if I'm going to be personal, uh, I would overrate snowball fights. My children <laughs> love them, but man, my hands just freeze. So you think on paper, snowball fights are a great idea, but when you're actually getting it into them, it's kind of like, what are we doing here? I mean, yeah, I mean, sure, it's fun throwing the first couple, but then whenever that, that cold just soaks through your gloves, and maybe that's my problem. Maybe I need to find some better gloves. That... Or... I feel like the setup, though, is more of the fun. Like, you're, you know, you're sitting there gathering up all the snowballs, putting them together, and then, have to, you know, you're, you're, you're throwing them across the board, and everybody's so layered up. Are you really, are you really even doing anything? Oh, no. I mean, getting hit by a snowball is no big deal. But uh, uh, Except I, in the face. That's my <laughs> biggest fear is catching one in the face. Like, like I said, it, maybe it's just that I need to need to invest in some different or better gloves. But I mean, the, I feel like they're either too thick to where I don't have the dexterity to make a good snowball or they're too thin and my hands get uh, get so cold in a hurry. So. Agreed. Krista, what about you? Over, overrated, underrated? Underrated? Well, I'd probably have to agree with Jason. Family time, crappy weather outside, and not going to want to go out and pop in a movie and watch it with your loved ones. We are in Illinois. We do get our share of crappy weather this time of year. That ice. Overrated. I'd have to go with the snow. It is not fun driving in snow. That commute to work is that much longer with slushy roads. And living in the country, snow plows aren't always out at 5.30 in the morning, so... Makes it real fun. Yeah, I don't mind the snow at all, like mm. myself. It's it's the ice and the slush that I, 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 I was going to say, like you know, w- w- sledding. Sledding is a f- now that that's a fun activity. That is a fun activity. Well, it can snow. But is that over or under? I think it's just rated. That's <laughs> just rated. I think that one's spot on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it could snow on the weekends when you don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> And the car can stay in the, the driveway, and then when it's time to go, if it just like magically disappears off of the road, then it's fine. As I say, we're far enough south, we don't really get snow, but for about two or three days at a shot. What about you, Tony? What's overrated and underrated? I'm I'm coming up with the questions. Like that's not uh, that's not for me to that's not for me to answer. Maybe one maybe one day, but not today. All right, Jason. Well, thanks for joining us today. This has been FS Uncovered, the podcast of Eminem Service Company. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Podbean or your supported podcast app.